This episode of With Love and Justice for All is brought to you by Bliss Books and Wine. Bliss Books and Wine is an independent black-owned bookstore for wine enthusiasts and book lovers. Listed as one of the black-owned bookstores in America that amplify the best in literature by OprahDaily.com, Bliss Books and Wine is your go-to for all your favorite titles, including ebooks and audiobooks. And when we buy from black-owned businesses, we are helping to create a world of racial equity. When ordering online, use the code 846BOOK for a 10% discount. That's 846-B-O-O-K for a 10% discount at blissbooksandwine.com. In order to advance racial equity, there is work for white people and people of color to do together and separately. The Project Sanctus Affinity Groups provide safe spaces for people to work within their own racial and ethnic groups. Join us every first and third Wednesday of the month at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Zoom for brave, vulnerable conversations and for building culture through engaging embodied practices. For more details and registration, visit ProjectSanctus.com. Exploring the healing and culture-building practices of embodied anti-racism. This is With Love and Justice for All with Reverend Ogan Holder and Reverend Kelly Isola. Welcome to With Love and Justice for All. I'm Reverend Kelly Isola here with my partner in crime, consciousness, and co-creation, Reverend Ogan Holder. And this is our featured podcast for Project Sanctus. And we have conversations here, uh, actually two a week, one where we go deep into a subject and another where we cover some headlines, Tuesdays and Fridays. But we have conversations around embodied anti-racism, dismantling oppression, fostering liberation, and particularly uh, the challenges that that arise uh, with spiritual seekers and spiritual communities. And I have a sense that today's, today is going to be particularly, you know, um, tapping on the shoulder of some spiritual communities and more so uh, than any other day you given you given today no, a lot I think of credit. a little bit I think a little <laughs> bit more you know um also I love that you say we're the featured podcast which implies they may be more than one but I mean this well, this is the I this guess. is the the only the podcast. official the official the, featured the only official the only I know <laughs> I'm just trying to find words that make us sound even hey, more fabulous. Don't don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. Um, okay, I will say there you go. Um, All right. <laughs> but uh, so we are talking today about uh, the title is healing, not what you think it is. But um, before we get into that, which is going to, I'm sure, hopefully stir some people up and make them annoyed or uncomfortable, um, we always want to thank our listeners and subscribers, um, people who not just listen, but also download and, you know, share with others. Um, there's here in the U.S., there's 40 out of the 50 states uh, we have listeners from and around the world. We have Norway recently added uh, El Salvador. We have uh, listeners in New Zealand, South Africa, Germany, Brazil, India. Um, I find that very exciting because it's all around covers it, goes it around is the it whole is world. it is and it just made me realize um i mean 
we don't translate this. We don't put up. No. I don't, so, so I'm assuming English speakers in these countries. Well, yeah, unless there someone can translate into. I mean, I have a community that I connect with in Pakistan. Oh. Who, when I connect with them, someone's on the other end translating to Urdu because oh. the 200 people sitting there don't speak English. So, gotcha. Never know. You never um, know. You never know. Well, as I, I, as I personally I said, wouldn't work that hard to listen to us, but hey, if others do. Hey, you know, what happened to featured and official and how fabulous we are? Yeah, I also live by the motto, work smarter, not harder. So, well, I'm not the one doing the translating. That's on their end. True, true, That's, true. You know, we, we are worth it. Absolutely. I have to absolutely. heal my I have to heal my worthiness issues. I see what I did. There. Yes, please. See, see what I did. Yes. There? I did. So, yeah, that's what we're talking about today. Not healing, not necessarily healing our worthiness issues, but it's not what you think it is. But like but healing first. general. But first, but first, uh, as always, you can join in on our conversation. We live stream on Facebook. Whoa, that's a really loud car that just drove by. We we live stream on Facebook. Um, so you can check us out uh, Tuesdays and Fridays when we do it. Um, should be around three Eastern around. Um, and as always, you can hit us up on the socials or handle us at get our holy on. Uh, we've got a voicemail. You can leave a message 413-438-4659 or 413-GET-HOLY. And a couple of things we have coming up starting uh, tonight. We're recording this on Tuesday, the 10th of January. So if you happen to listen by the time I get this up uh, tonight, we're starting our book study of American Detox, the myth of wellness and how we can truly heal uh which is part of why we're talking about healing today but it's really taking a look at how the wellness industry is really uh, maintaining systems of oppression and, and impression and injustice as well as a lot of the internalized uh, white supremacy norms that we have so um yeah the book is about unmaking that uh so hopefully you can join us again as always if you you can drop in at any time get the book from our Bookstore partners, Bliss Books and Wine, use the code 846-BOOK. Yeah, 846-BOOK for a 10% discount. Uh, that's blissbooksandwine.com. Um, so yeah, you can jump jump in at any time. Um, so please join us for that. Um, and then on January 15th, we're doing a workshop that we did before. It's called Love and Rage. This is about um, looking at shifting our relationship with anger, which this work will definitely uh, bring up. And then um, we're also doing Do the Work. It's an anti-racist activity workbook. Uh, it's one of our more popular classes that we did before. This is some really like practical and actual things you can do to help dismantle the patriarchy and the capitalism and the white supremacy, both in your own home, by yourself, in the community, with others. Um, so it's both educating and entertaining. So join us for that. We're doing that three Saturdays, February 11th, 11th 18th, and 25th. All these things are on Zoom, so you can uh, head over to projectsanctus.com, and that's the website, and you can register for those. Registration is necessary. Some of these events you have to pay for, and we have economic justice pricing plans. So hopefully we will find a plan that will meet your budget. And we're going by the honor system. So you get to choose. And if perchance yeah. you want to sign up for something uh, and you think it's beyond your financial means, still reach out to us and we can uh, see what we can do to accommodate you. Again, as a, as a nomad, 
uh, I can tell you that the barter trade system is alive and well um, in my yes. life. So, uh, yeah. Even if you're not a nomad. Exactly. Which is, in uh, in effect, the way of upended capitalism, too, by the way. So, you know, hit us up. We'll see what we can work out. Um, so, yeah, that's what we got going on. Uh, today, we're talking about, about healing. Um, um, next week, um, depending on when you listen to this, next week, we're not only celebrating uh martin luther king jr day which is january the 16th but it's also the day of racial healing which what date is that again i forget the next Uh, day the 17th the 17th that's right um so so we thought it'd be interesting to have a conversation around healing and 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 what that looks like and 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 part of this uh began began by a by a post that I had uh, shared um, on our on our social uh, media, and that again in in the new thought spaces, some some people took a little uh, a little a little umbrage too, right? They were like, "Really? Just a hey, little? We, we got to talk about this." So 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 the quote was by uh, Dr. Crystal Fleming, and she, um, if you want to see her online or follow her online, she's at always the self, um, Dr. Crystal Fleming, and she wrote. The obsession with healing, healing in in quotes, the obsession with healing in our national discourse is entirely about protecting white comfort and capitalism. It's about maintaining some semblance of the status quo. Forget about healing. We need to change and grow and build something new. So that was her her tweet. And um, I reposted that. And under it, in my comments, I wrote, healing air quotes implies a return to what was and what was also in quotes didn't work for too many of us it kept too many of us at the margins it dehumanized many of us what was needs to go um and and some of the some of the spiritual folk that i know and love and are connected with um sort of um had some questions around around that and what really that's what healing is all about um trying to trying to pull up a couple of their of their comments um well we and it's it's i think it's particularly important um as you mentioned next uh on the january 17th is the national day of racial healing and um it, it we tend to in our culture in most spiritual circles not even just the new thought ones or unity that that we've been connected to um or uh even many of the people that may follow us on social and comment uh many are in unity or new thought circles or or you know truth seekers spiritual seekers that uh healing really is thought of and i think for many unconsciously as a destination as there's something to get to, like I'll be healed, yes, um, yes. and we've learned that from, uh, from you know that's for me the minute I walked into a new thought church into a unity church, that was what I heard was that healed like there comes a point where I'm all done, which, you know the irony of it is it doesn't necessarily mean not like, you know like my flu is I'm healed it's done it, you know gone, and. Uh, but that's not usually how I hear the word being used. It largely is used in the context of our 
our spiritual transformation and consciousness, um, long-term trauma thing, and people really thinking about it as something to get to. Um, well, I can I can I say I blame the Bible for that too because you know we read about Jesus healing people who yeah. had affirmities or were dying. And the healing meant the illness, the disease, whatever it is, was eradicated yeah. from that person, and they were themselves again. Um, so, so we, so we, we, I, I speak for myself. I grew up with that connotation. Healing means I'm going to be cured of whatever ails me. Right. right. So, so we yeah. use the word healing interchangeably with 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 curing. Curing, yes. Which I think is which is different, and yes. And a lot of our obsession around curing is stems from our fear of death, is yes. is, is my theory um, around around all that. Um, and 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 we don't see it as the invitation to accept what what is. Now, uh, I'm not saying well, that if one is ill and has a disease, one shouldn't seek an intervention. Or if if you okay. choose to, that's not what I'm saying at all. Um, but but for me, that uh, when it comes to especially physical illness and and disease and all that, for me for me healing is more about my relationship with the illness. So am I right. am I am I am I coming from a place of fear of dying from the illness? Am I coming from a place of being antagonistic with the illness? Am I like where am I coming from with this? Am I am I coming from a place of rejecting my body because it is ill, or am I seeing it as an opportunity for further acceptance of myself and further leaning into? what arises within me from it. For me, that's that's the, the the healing. The healing is 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 the mindful practice of where am I where am I choosing from? Am I choosing from fear? Right. Or am I choosing from acceptance and surrender? So me that that's the healing, which is an ongoing thing because we always got to right. make choices and we always got to be and we're always triggered by what happens outside of us and 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 where are we going to make the choices from? And the well, it's 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 like, uh, you know, in in some ways, there's a, a an analogy that I've used a time or two is, you know, when when you have a fever, there's this rush to try to get rid of the fever, when the reality is the fever indicates the body is doing what it's supposed to be doing for whatever illness is going on. Now, with that said, there are certainly serious you know, illnesses with a raging fever that need to be attended to. But I'm just talking about um, when we have, you know, there's a low grade and, and you know, um, there's, there's this wanting to rush to something. What can I take? What can I do, you know, to make XYZ stop? But, but a fever is an indication that the body is doing what it is supposed to be doing. And we don't trust our bodies. Um, we've been taught not to trust our bodies. We've been taught that that the body is not, I mean, largely we've been taught the body is not, you know, it's there's the head and then there's the body and and there's something that connects them, but they're not really connected. Well, um, I don't I don't trust some parts of my body, like the part yeah. of my body that always wants to go downstairs to the bakery and get some. <laughs> some well, that's actually your brain. That's, the brain. Jam. I, that's part of my body. <laughs> The, I know, the, I know, I know, the, I know. The delicious jammed full pastries that, that they're making I think downstairs. You should, like, I think you should trust it because those are yummy. I had one today. <laughs> I had one. And 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 like like they make them, they make them in singles and they make them in two packs. And by the time I got oh, down God. there after lunch, they only had the two packs. So oh, bummer. I've, I've got another one sitting over there and I'm doing my best <laughs> to try and save that for tomorrow. But then my brain says, save it for tomorrow. They're making them fresh tomorrow. You can't eat a day old one. And you can't let it go to waste either. So you might as well eat this 
their mm-hmm. parts the parts can't trust the brain I'm familiar you know yes and please don't anybody hear me like don't get help if you have a fever i'm just it is an example though of how um it, you know befriending you know right. almost you know making friends with the discomfort and the illness or the whatever's going on you know um that we want to you know quote put healing on the other thing about healing and that that has made me crazy for a long time is because i've spent a long many years in unity teaching healing and wholeness Mm -hmm. and getting an individual to really grasp that it's a journey not a destination also uh emerges when um i totally lost my train of thought see there's a part of the brain that's not that's not uh working sorry quite i right. distracted you with the jam puff situation i did that's the, all the i got jam. this picture in my mind of this jam jelly donut thing <laughs> that and we're not we were little it's and actually we like, jelly donuts it's actually like a triangle shaped puff pastry uh, yeah because that makes it easier to forget that, that's filled that's filled with jelly <laughs> or jam not jelly jam and Damn, then, and then, then, you know, there's brown sugar sprinkled and baked in on the top because. Yeah, because now that's even easier to ignore. <laughs> Listen, Matt, every day here's like a, every day is like a battle. It's like a battle <laughs> sure. against my taste buds that just want. So, so where I was trying to go was the um, that often in thinking that healing is a destination, something to get to. Like if you get to it, then it's ta-da, you know, kind of thing. And that it also unconsciously encompassed in that is like you're trying to get back to something. Yes. That was. Yes. And and not and you said it with your response to that yeah. meme was what was was broken. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, why do I want to go back to you know as though as though my I don't know that we often think of our healing state or condition or you know, as something of not what was, but that you can't imagine or see right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, we assume that if we are sick now, that means we were healthy before, right? Yeah, That's, true. <laughs> yeah. Which, which isn't always the case. Isn't that scary? Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so yeah. So, so, so the getting the the getting back to you know, and and even even. You know, when we talk about like racial narratives and racial healing, you know, yes. there's there's and, and this is this is where what that quote was addressing. And it's like, yeah, I'm always skeptical of, you know, my favorite emoji is becoming like the the one one like raised eyebrow, you know, the oh yeah, you know, like, hmm. Hmm, like really? So I'm always I'm always one eyebrow raised when they're when they're white bodies who are who keep talking and professing about healing and racial healing and, and, you know, really like, like the quote says, you know, in, in, in a lot of cases, it's, it's not about reconciliation or reparation or really creating the equity. It's about less, let's get back to feeling comfortable. Yes. Let's get back to let's yes. get back to how we felt when we didn't know all of this was really going on. I want to get back to that feeling because apparently I'm uncomfortable now, which meant I was comfortable before. I want to get back to feeling comfortable. And we think we're saying we want to, quote unquote, fix racism mm-hmm. so that we can get back to feeling comfortable. But, you know, for a lot of folks, it's 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 
they're saying that, but not willing to do what it takes to dismantle the systems. We just want to get back to the feeling comfortable. Yep. Yeah. Which, um, uh, you know, there's also, and this kind of, I think will lead us into to more of the, you know, talking about, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. Day and, and National uh, Day of Racial Healing is also built into that and within spiritual communities, largely that it's a do-it-yourself kind of thing. It's a DIY project. Well, healing. yeah, yeah, because that's that's the that's the default messaging, which I'm yeah. I've been guilty of preaching of saying mm -hmm. this is this is inner work, right? This mm -hmm. is this is inner transformative work. And mm -hmm. and yes, and <laughs> yeah. that is true. The part of it yeah. is, but that's not the entirety of it. Um, no. And some of that transforming can only be done in a community space with yes. with others. Because yes. because we need others to call us out on the bullshit that we don't even realize we're spewing sometimes. Right. Right. Well, and I, I need another to be, you know, to to that, to be a mirror, to listen, to be my silence, meaning they're just, you know, allowing me to be in my space and spew my, you know, yeah, you know, whatever is going on up here to witness to allow me to witnessing is a huge deal and it's gotten the word i get it people are triggered by the word because if you come from particular faith traditions you're like ah, ah no witnessing you know um it's it's you know, I um, witness. yeah and it's one of the most powerful practices we have to witness each other yes right which is includes you know uh supporting someone and easing their suffering and also when to hit the buzzer and call bullshit <laughs> yes um it, that's what witnessing is yeah um, yeah and to um and and you're right that that can be uncomfortable um and and what what what's been happening i think in in many um new thought spiritual communities we're now 2023 it's it's three years after the murder of George Floyd when many of these communities finally got brave about actually, you know, saying the word racism out loud. Um, right. And but there's this sense of, um, you know, I'll, I'll put it, I'll put it this way. I mean, I think we've heard this before. I have like, does this mean every Sunday we got to talk about racism? And we can't do that because people aren't going to keep coming to church if if we do. And so the answer is no, you don't have to explicitly say the word racism every Sunday, but there are ways you can address injustices, you can address inequities, and you can make the dismantling of systems of oppression and creating equity a spiritual practice. There are ways you can speak to that. There are ways you can continue to always do the work of, of, of structuring your spiritual community your systems and your processes to be more equitable to to uncover the the inherent inequities in them all of that's the work that you do and to the credit of some spiritual communities they have been slowly but surely doing that and others are like well you know we'll save that talk for mlk day <laughs> or yeah. juneteenth or you yeah. know the the days that it's quote unquote expected and accepted and yeah Sure, we'll talk about it on those days. Um, 
so 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 that's 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 where some places are right now yeah i would say most you say some i say most that is a matter of relative <laughs> degrees right <laughs> well most, most is some technically <laughs> Well, some sounds, uh, again, like usual, you're probably a little more hopeful than I am. Always. And I, I, but it's, it's uh, all when the, I look it's at all the pastries and sugar I eat. There you go. Um, jam will get you every time. Um, but when, you know, the, the people that I'm around, white folks and, and groups of white people, um, I just, the very, I see very little that has changed um sure i see very i don't i don't see a lot um uh because it's because healing he, you want to heal racial divide then you have to be doing something every day like your your denials your affirmations don't really do much um what you know what have you done today well especially especially even if they're uh, uh, they're not focused around racial healing like even if they were yeah. like that'd be yeah. something <laughs> Yes. Um, But I don't. So healing is uh, is one of the reasons I call it a journey. I, I would love for there to be, you know, to see to see more. That's kind of what I what I do is I'm the witness thing, right? I'm looking to see, I don't care what memes you want to share. And this is so now I'm going to get a little ranty. Uh Um, Here we go. Here we go. I know it's because we're coming up on Martin Luther King Jr. Day on the 16th. So I know that on Sunday, most most pastors, ministers I know are going to be preaching something about Martin Luther King Jr. Going to be and, a hell of a lot of memes. And and that's what I was just going to say. There's going to be a hell of a lot of memes. Um, and that's what they'll do for people will do for the day. Um, and, you know, there's a whole lot. There's a bunch of them that <clears throat> that people in spiritual communities really love, you know. Um, you know, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. It's not an untrue statement, right? But it's also not one that um, that challenges you. Uh, so what's going to happen? What's going to happen is, again, mostly the white bodies will be posting those kind of quotes, and yeah. the non-white bodies are going to remind folks that Martin Luther King was like a capitalist, anti-capitalist revolutionary. Yeah, who wanted to upend the system. Well, and the one that, and this is the one that I that. So then, there's also quotes that people don't want to hear, you know, in unity or in spiritual communities. And the one is that that I think really can poke, you know, can really upset, you know, white bodies more than some of the others is that he says the Negro's great stumbling block in his stride toward freedom is not the Ku Klux Klaner or the Proud Boys or the Oath Keepers or whoever today, but the white moderate. So this was back in, uh, you know, early 60s when he said this, the white moderate, which today we would call the white progressive. Um, So the greatest stumbling block is not the, the far extreme, but the white moderate who is more devoted to order than to justice, who prefers a negative peace, which is the absence of tension, to a positive peace, which is the presence of justice. Um, and I, I don't disagree. I, I, that right to comfort is a devotion to order. Yeah. Um, if you, you know, that that negative peace, the absence of tension, doesn't do jack diddly. 
um, the presence of justice requires work and discomfort and you know for white bodies to come together in affinity groups and not stop relying on on bodies of color bodies of culture to educate us to to do anything but for white bodies to come together to to learn and understand and become aware of um, uh, the strategies we use to uphold systemic racism, internalized white supremacy, um, to build the skills necessary to challenge the complicity that we've been, you know, demonstrating for centuries, um, to examine our own racial conditioning. Um, I just, uh, that's, for me, one of those quotes is um, mostly what I see are the white moderates or white progressives who but I'm an ally, but my best friend is black. Um, but I, you know, I didn't grow up with money. I didn't, you know, I, and, and, and. Um, or, so or, or more, more, more um, poignantly, poignantly, yeah. And in, in, in churches and youth communities, especially predominantly white ones, everyone's welcome here. Uh, oh, that's know, a load. That <laughs> Okay, yes, call it what it is. Um, but but or or the there's 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 the intention of saying that, but not really understanding what that fully means yep. or or what it really takes to create um a welcoming space that is also a safe space. Cause I think we I think we use that term welcoming to equal this is a, a place of belonging it is a safe space and that is not true and, no. and there's and and there's not a lot of uh, conscious work to unpack what it means to create a safe space in fact we're going to be talking about that coming up i think next episode or two episodes from now next uh, week next week about creating about what does it mean to create a safe space what does it mean to create a safe space in a spiritual community, you know, just hanging a pride flag outside is not, yeah. is not, is not cutting it. Um, and um, just saying all are welcome here is not cutting it either. Um, so it's, uh, it, it's, it's much deeper than that. And, and it, you it's, know, it's really all are welcome as long as they're like us. Or as long as, as they don't make us uncomfortable or. Right anyone else uncomfortable yes yes that's why i ditched to the term you know a community of like-minded right so what you're saying is i need to think and be like you you know i stepford congregants I, I, I wouldn't mind people hanging out with people who think like me i think it'd be i think it'd be great well, of course just, you do just i'm just i posted a thing the other day it's like uh some of us go to therapy to deal with our friends who don't go to therapy or something like right. that. Yes. Like, yeah, that's pretty true. That's that's yeah. pretty true. <laughs> you know, the, the the other thing about um, and this just I put it into our notes and uh, but really popped in my head the last few days around this healing thing. And because it it is what we're pointing to is this this, you know, this individualism and why you know, that Dr. Fleming, you know, makes the statement about our obsession with healing, um, about protecting white comfort and capitalism is because it does, in many ways, promote, you know, do a DIY, do it myself, you know, and, 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 you know, 
taking care of myself and doing my own healing work. How often do we hear that? No, I'm, I'm working, I'm doing my own healing work. Um, and, and, you know, even, uh, even going so far as, you know, when we start talking about masculine feminine energy, mm-hmm. you know, it, it starts to have a, a separation or an individual, um, you know, feel to it. And, and it's, and none of this, none of this is really, is either or there's a both and that muddies the water with it um but the the thing that came up for me in the past several days was um how we also use um codependency or being codependent as a as a pathway to individualism um i i wonder and it's probably not a question to be answered quickly or easily but how often do we do we label something as, oh, now you're just being codependent, as opposed to, is there something wrong with depending on another? Right. Because uh, this healing journey is, it can't be an alone thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, as a, as a, like, my... And most I understand of, the psychological definition. No, no, I got that. I was going to say most of my last year and definitely this year, as as a nomad who does not own his own place of residence like doesn't even rent a place of residence i am a hundred percent dependent on other people for a roof over my head and it's been both scary and at the same time liberated in many ways but it really mm-hmm. shows you um and shows me that that i have community i have a community of people who don't just say we love you they're proving it by saying yes come sleep in my place for an extended period of time um and and you know there's always that scary thought of well what if someone says no what if they all say no right so so yes put in put in myself in that level of dependency you know and and I'm not saying one needs to do that to prove that you have community, but I'm simply saying often we speak of, of, of trusting others, leaning on others, but we only do this when we are clear we have our parachute, when we have, right. you know, our, our safety there. And then, then sure, we can, we can trust. We can only, we only trust people as far as we don't have our own stuff set up in the background is that is that was that what making sense you, you, well you know? what actually and correct me if i'm wrong but what i actually kind of heard you say is we only trust people as far as we can be trusted ooh, 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 ooh. okay all right well all right that's you just took it there it's well so oh, and what yes. i mean by that and i'm not and i'm when i say as far as i can be trusted i'm not talking about truth telling what i'm not, talking not, about is is I'm going to trust you as far as um, I can be trusted. Meaning if I don't have that parachute, like, like I have a a belief that how far unconscious, like how far can I be trusted? Well, right. I, well, part of it is I really don't trust you to catch me. I'll I'll say, I'll say that I do, but I really don't trust you to catch me. So I'm gonna make sure that I, 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 I underneath, underneath your arms, there's a, there's, I, I placed a nice cushy mat. Right. right. Um, and, and to your point, it's like, yeah, you better put that cushy mat under my arms. Cause I don't know. I'm going, I don't know that I'm going to handle you and 
you know, when you come to me with the fullness of all right. you got going on, right. don't, don't put me in that position. Oh, that's good. That's tasty. I like that. I like that. It is. Um, uh, I wanted I, to go and back. I think it's Sorry, a, well, I think it's, it's, uh, uh, and I'm sure people will hear it and I've used it before. Um, you know, I've, my, my, actually my NA sponsor taught me that years ago and, um, I was just as upset like when he said it to me i'm like what i'm like so uh, you know um but i think it's a question worth asking you know absolutely including what were you gonna say going back to uh the divine masculine divine feminine that was that was yeah. that was another thing that 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 got in some people's scrawl because i posted that you know it's it's it, it it's another way of assigning gender-based roles and therefore right. there's some there's some pick patriarchy inherent to it and you just and you just have to you know you just gotta look at how uh, at words we use to describe divine masculine and divine feminine so like when we talk about divine masculine energy words that come up are like uh, protection discipline leadership logic confidence uh yeah. you know responsibility and with divine feminine it's uh compassionate accepted forgiven you know, sensual, kind, gentle, right? So I'm like, are you saying that leadership is not feminine? Are you saying that 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 sensuality and gentleness and forgiven is not a masculine uh, energetic trait as well? So it's like it's like these these traits seem sound awfully a lot like. You know, here's what a man should be. Here's what a woman should be. Yeah, that's what what happens is is masculine gets equated to male, feminine right. gets equated to female, which isn't really the case. However, unless you're willing to unpack all that, yes, uh, it can it can perpetuate the gender. And and <clears throat> and and here's a question that I hadn't really thought about before: Why 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 are we binarizing? Is that a word? Why are we why are we assigning? <laughs> Why are we assigning the binary? That is a word. Uh-huh. I'm making it a word. Why are we binarizing divinity? Like, why? What is it because we have decided to binarize us? I got to. It's not a word. I, it's yeah. Like we, we've 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 made binary to make binary. We've made us a binary. Therefore, let's reverse yeah. extrapolate this and make the divinity yes. a binary. And I'm like, yes. when will we stop creating God, the divine, all that is in our own image, right? We 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 do this in so many like subtle ways. And 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 we and you thought, and again, I raised my hand because I used to do this as yeah. well. You know, we we point fingers at the fundamentals and evangelicals and say they don't have it right and they're wrong about stuff. And and we are we just put nicer language around it, but we kind of well, perpetuating yeah. the same thing. <laughs> It's the same structure, different content. Right, exactly. It's like, think of like the structure of a house, yeah. just different furniture. Right, right. Or or even like the same, the same, you know, skeleton and the bones, and we yeah. just put up a new, you know, sheetrock. Yep. Different or, cartilage, or, different muscle. Yeah. You know, so, yep. so, so yeah. So it's, it's, and, and, and to your point, you're right. It's if we don't if we don't unpack and and I'm not sitting here saying although I kind of am but I'm not necessarily saying we have to throw out the idea of divine feminine right. divine masculine but can we can we really take a hard look again how we've been using it and the and the the terms and the descriptors and where where did those come from and and again where are we assigning those so um, yeah it's 
it's a it's a thing. Some some folks were struggling to wrap their heads around that as well. Um, so yeah, I, I want to circle back to the um, um, the when we we're you know bringing up the codependency thing and bringing mm -hmm. up you know healing not the individual but collectively because and I want to I wanted to come back to it because I really wanted to talk about um, there's a, a new sculpture it's called the embrace that is um, being unveiled on the 13th I believe um, that was um, uh, um, it's in commemoration of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, where uh, on April 23rd, 1965, he stood on the commons, the Boston commons. This is where it's it's America's first public park. This is where this sculpture, this, this huge sculpture that you can actually stand under. Um, and this first public park in Boston Common has a 400 year old tradition of civic gatherings. Um, and he, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. stood there. Um, he actually met his wife in Boston. Uh, they were both in school. Um, but he, he stood on the commons in April of 65 before a crowd of 22,000 and called for the city to live by its highest ideals. Um, and he reminded, um, so this, so, so it's been a public space um, devoted to conversation, to education, to reflection. And so this this huge sculpture, which is only it's an embrace of um, of uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and his wife, Coretta, and it's just their arms. There's no heads, there's no faces, there's no bodies. It's just their arms in this embrace. And it's to remind people of our shared humanity and to honor King's idea of a beloved community. Um, and so I'm just, you know, when I discovered this, that this sculpture had been made and it's gonna be unveiled and, you know, learning about the, the artist and everything about it, I really was, um, I was totally taken in by it in the sense that it's an embrace uh, which is, I think, in in our we've been taught in our healing journey actually to not embrace, um, to like the more I go inside, and of course I have my own work to do, and we have work to do together, uh, but they, they we still talk about it, and there still feels for me this separation rather than an embracing, um, and because I'm such a a word nerd, uh, um, a word geek. I think I've said it before, um, but when I was little, uh, I used to read the dictionary and encyclopedias um, for fun. So I'm always one of these people who goes to, uh, I'm going to look at the etymology of a word. I'm like, where does this word come from? And what does it mean? And how deep can I go with it? And what does it mean to really embrace? And what I discovered, and this may be just too cognitive in a way, but what I discovered the word itself, embrace, means, you know, the EM part is about, um, you know, handling or enclosing, you know, of course, just what we think of, you know, with an embrace of enclosing something. But the second part of the word brace, so embrace, the second part of the word um, it, it actually comes from the Greek, which means the upper arm. And the upper arm is the shortest, is the short part of the arm. Right, the, the bottom half of the arm, like from the elbow to the fingers is the longer part. So I, in my mind, I get this idea of embrace as, you know, how do I shorten that space between us? 
Mm. Right. When I think about okay. embrace and I think about healing, it, that healing, you know, when we said healing, it's not what you think it is. Rather than moving apart from somebody, how do I use the short, how do I shorten that space? Especially when it's uncomfortable, especially when it's messy, especially when it's revolutionary, especially when I, I'm so uncomfortable, I want to crawl out of my skin. So I, I just was looking at this sculpture and it's just the arms and just imagining what what would it mean to embrace, um, you know, that the someone who is so different from me that I don't even want to have a cup of coffee with them. Right. But and right. I don't even necessarily mean physically embrace. Yeah, but yeah. It could be. But shortening the space instead of, kind of, you know, the people you hug that sort of keep, they just sort of kind of sort of hug, but there's this big space between your bodies. Yeah. Um, so the, I just. The, intro, I, the introverts hug. <laughs> is that what it is? Okay. <laughs> I just said that. Yeah. Well, it could be. Um, I'm, it, I'm, it is, I'm it is actually right in the middle. I'm actually right in the middle. I'm not a either social or well, introvert no, or extrovert. It, it all depends on who it is. If yes. you're not if you're not already close to me, I'm not hugging you close. Okay. I might have to work on that. <laughs> well, good thing the good thing most of your relationships are long distance or over the internet. Good thing. <laughs> but I but I just you know, when we talk about healing and it's not what you think it is and and wrapping that into Martin Luther King Jr. and racial healing, I just was really moved by this sculpture and what does it mean to really embrace? And what does it mean to embrace the other? You know, what does it mean to embrace my own inequities? Yeah. Like how, you know, shorten the space between, you know, I'm here to witness my whiteness. I'm here to um, to afflict, you know, other white bodies. And and but I have to keep doing my own work. So how do I how do I it's a practice, right? right. To, you know, where am I? Where am I complicit when I've been silent? Right. When I've not spoken into something that I can speak to, um, it's changing that, which shortens the space. It shortens the time um, for an expression of healing. Does that make sense? I've gotten no, on this no, little no. soapbox. No, no, it makes it makes it makes perfect sense. And 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 what makes it challenging is that um, we we have different ideas about what it means to shorten that space. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, depending on if you're a white body or or you're a BIPOC body, it, right. it means something totally different. And right. and and we talk and, you know, when white bodies, um, the average white body talks about racial healing to you know bring it full circle. It's about, you know, let's 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 fast forward to the end of the discomfort. Yeah. Let's fast forward to the yes. end to the end of, quote unquote, racism to, to let's fast yeah. forward to the end of all of this. And and you can't fast forward any yeah, any well, of I'm, this. It it takes it takes it takes work to close that gap between us. Yeah, it's long. I'm not slow even talking work. like shorten the space time wise. Even no, no, just, I know, I know. Yeah. but 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 that's that's what's coming up for me. Yeah, uh, when yeah. you when you when you when you say that. Um, it, uh, but it's, it's about the hurrying, the hurrying to the, get to the end of, of the line. Um, mm. when, when it's like, yeah, no, this, 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 this train only recently got rolling. Uh, right. there's, there's no, and you, and you, and you guys are wanting to find out like, when do we get off? Like, no, like, you know, right. Right. 
Um, we, yeah. we, we, we aren't, we aren't, you know, not to, not to get too little, but we aren't even sitting on the same train cars. <laughs> like right. the same service isn't coming down the train, like for, for, for us. So, yeah. you know, um, um, if, uh, Ooh, you know, it was a, the pop to mind would, what was that? What was that movie? And then made a TV show about the last train on earth that was circling around and was like miles long. Uh, Snowpiercer, Snowpiercer. That's that's what. Oh, it was. okay. Oh, you gotta watch Snowpiercer because okay. yeah, that was that was all about inequities in a in a in a micro space. Yeah. It was a super long train car, and you know, it's it like a post apocalyptic thing, and you know, the luxury cars are all up to the front, and the rich folk, and then and the train was about to leave with just the rich folk on it, and, yeah. and the not rich folk had to like basically break onto the train to to. To, to to be saved and 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 there's the battle on the train it's the train is moving it's it's hey, there's a lot of layers to it there's a lot of layers to it well and and the embracing you know isn't even necessarily shortening the space as even can be something as closer than to you than you might imagine like as a white body mm-hmm. you're you know you're uh you're um you're uh being quiet you're not taking action you know every day doing something that embodies anti-racism you know not your whiteness is showing a whole lot more than you might imagine like it's it's there but not willing to to embrace to recognize how uh um how alive it is and how close close it is um in you know so it's not just a matter of if or when um i'll say you know something that's uh that's racist um or do something it's how you know it's just you know doing less harm it's not you know i don't know that i'll ever not do harm as much as doing less harm and i don't mean that i'm out being mean or or purposely we we do harm we do harm without trying all the time (laughs) yeah and not just because i'm white um, but, you know, uh, yeah. heterosexual or someone, you know, who identifies as male and, you know, anyway, I just, I was really moved by this sculpture because I just think it, without the face or the bodies, it just really, um, I guess it just, for me, it made the conversation all that more encompassing and all that more, and rather than, yes, it's it's an honor of Martin Luther King Jr. and and his work and the day, but without the face on it, it also helps. I don't want to take away from him, but I think what he wanted for us is to take this and keep and move, like use yeah. it, actually be the beloved community, which most people I don't think really understand what that is. Um, to be the beloved community is messy. Yeah. Um, I was going to say beloved, beloved community doesn't mean comfortable. No, 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 but, no, no, but, but, but I think, I think, I think there's been this, um, conflation of comfort, welcoming, belonging. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and if there's conflict, then and it's not comfortable then who would want to be here so let's do all we can to ignore the conflict or or not stir up the discomfort um and 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 in in doing that you you inevitably make the space comfortable for those 
who have the power and the privilege and unsafe for those at the margins. Yes. Well, he, he even, King said that um, the beloved community was not devoid of interpersonal group or international conflict, but he recognized that conflict was an inevitable part of the human experience, but it's what we do in the conflict, how we might resolve it, how adversaries be together. And it doesn't necessarily need violence, but it's messy. Um, and he's um, uh, as like adversaries. Uh, how about just playing all friends and family? Like, yeah, <laughs> let's get that True. sorted out before yeah. the adversaries. Well, I know. Or I in just, addition to um, rather, <laughs> I you know I think it's just a little disturbing for me, and and I have to keep looking at what am I doing? Yeah, you know, in in building a you know, a beloved community like in our work together. Um, And I'm a little disturbed when I watch spiritual leaders make it something more cognitive or, um, you know, just strictly white bodies preaching and teaching and um, about the beloved community, but yet they'll say all, but all perspectives are welcome here. No, I'm sorry, they're not. (laughs) No, they're No, they're not. No, not not even a little bit, not even a little bit. Um, Well, speaking of beloved community, uh, like I said, uh, on starting this Tuesday night, we're uh, our 846 book club is is one of our beloved communities. And we are starting our uh, exploration of American detox, the myth of wellness um, and how we can truly heal. Uh, So that's the next, what, seven, eight Tuesdays, six, seven Tuesdays, five, six Tuesdays. Uh, Go to projectsanctus.com. I should know these dates. Um, And then next Wednesday, so that's the 18th, um, we will have our second of the month um, affinity group. So again, first and third Wednesdays, that's that's another place of beloved community that, yes, gets uncomfortable at times. For sure. Yeah. Um, and and you know, the, the first Wednesday, um, everyone's together. And then the the third Wednesday, uh, the white bodies work with you or go with you. And then, you know, I take the I take the the BIPOC folk and um and we we have our we have our time. We have our time of community within community. And um yeah, even even in those groups, it's not all about the comfort. Um, and folks know they're showing up for the discomfort in order to uh, to embrace it and 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 learn and 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 do the work um, is what yeah. that's all about um so yeah you can you can find the schedule for all those things and how to sign up and how to make donation to uh keep this keep this train running um at projectsanctus.com uh, this train around the world this this this, this train this long train <laughs> long super long train um that is just chugging away so as always thank you guys for listening uh please remember to tell your friends about us tell them that they can find us on all the podcast platforms like apple podcast google podcast stitcher uh, iheart radio uh i think you can tell your emma your alexa and google home device to, to play us with love and justice for all and it will do that um so it's very cool um, and if folks don't know what a podcast is, they can listen to us on the old school interwebs at with love and justice dot with love and justice for all dot podbean dot com. So yeah, connect with us and come come be part of our 
beloved community. So until we see you again, let's get our holy on. Yeah.